everyone. Welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you're, you're watching from today. In case you don't know me, I'm Pastor Tammy. I'm one of the pastors here on staff. I'm the, the children's pastor. And I am so excited that I get to be here with you guys today and bring the message. Usually I'm, I'm hanging out with you guys in the chat where I'm watching service along with you guys. And if you don't know me as Pastor Tam, you might know me as Mama Higgs. But today I get the opportunity to bring you the message. And I'm really excited because when Pastor Susie asked me if I wanted to preach today, I got, I got really excited because I'm like, yes, it's the first Saturday of December. It's officially Christmas season. I was really, really excited because I'm one of those people I don't celebrate Christmas until like after Thanksgiving, like nope, no, no Christmas music, no decorations, nothing comes out until after Thanksgiving. I, that's, I give each holiday its own time, you know, uh, -uh nope. <laughs> but this year I've noticed people and maybe you included have started decorating and pulling the Christmas music out. People are doing it super early this year. I noticed people in October were putting up their Christmas trees. Now I get it. I get it. 2020, it's, it's, it's been a rough year. We all need a, a little more Christmas. And I got to admit, I got to admit, I may have even have pulled the Christmas music out in November. Yes, I, I, I broke my own rule. I started listening to some Christmas music even in November, <laughs> which surprised myself. But it is, it's been one of those years where we just need a little more Christmas. But I'm excited because now we can officially talk about Christmas. And, you know, speaking about Christmas, one thing that comes to my mind is, is gifts. Now, you guys see, I'm, I'm a mom of six kids. Technically, my daughter got married this year, so I guess seven, kind of. <laughs> so I had to think about gifts. You know, what do they want? You know, what am I going to get this person? You know, just what, what am I going to get? And so I keep thinking about gifts, you know, and it's on my mind. But one thing that also comes to my mind when you think about gifts is, you know, what do we do with those gifts that we have no use for? Those gifts that we, we get and we're just like, I'm never going to use this. Maybe maybe you've gotten one of those gifts where, you know, you get all excited. I mean, we all love getting gifts and you get it. You're super excited. You open it and you're just like, oh, uh, oh, this oh, this is this is great. Thank you so much. And, and later you're like, what am I going to do with this? Maybe it's a sweater that you're just like, yeah, nope. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a candle where you just don't like the smell of the candle. You know, who knows? Or maybe you just get something and you're like, I don't even know what this is. I'm sure we all have gotten gifts like that. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> but the question is, when is it okay to regift? When is it okay to regift? See, regifting is it's kind of tricky because it's, you know, we don't want the gifter to find out that, you know, we've given away the gift they've given us. We don't want anybody to have hurt feelings. So regifting it's so tricky. It's it's one of those things that is it okay? You know, when is it okay to keep the gift and when is it okay to regift the gift? This has been a question that has gone on for ages. It has gone on for so long. I actually have some memes that I that I think are kind of funny. So we have this first meme here. Of course, I'm going to start off with this one because I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. But if you just look at it, yeah, brace yourself. It is coming. Brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, the second meme here, which I thought was kind of funny because I'm sure we've all made this face before. Mm -hmm. We've all made this face. And lastly, I, I had to add this meme just because, <laughs> not that it's done on purpose, you know, but if <laughs> you're giving the gift, you know, be, be thoughtful, right? 
I love memes. They, they're great. They're so great. <laughs> but really, you know, it can be tricky. See, in our normal life, regifting, it's, it's kind of looked down on. It's, it's not okay to regift. You know, we don't want anybody finding out or people kind of, you know, they question, did I just get a regifted gift? So it's kind of tricky in our normal life. But in our spiritual life, you know, God encourages us. He encourages us to regift the gifts that he's given us. In his word, it says, you know, freely receive, you know, and freely give. Freely give. Freely receive and freely give. You know, at Christmas time, you know, we make our Christmas list. My kids, you know, they make their Christmas list, the Amazon wish list. It's a great thing having the Amazon wish list. They make their list, you know, of things that we want. I know in 2020, we've all been making our our wish list for God, you know, things that we'd like him you know, to help with and, and fix. And this year has just been kind of rough and that's okay. That's okay to make those, those lists, but we also have to remember to have a give list. We have to give, we don't just receive, we need to give, you know, the scripture that I want to focus on today is going to be, it's found in the book of James. It's James one seventeen, And it says, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And so we find the scripture, every good and perfect gift is from above. So today we're talking about three gifts that you should regift. Three gifts that you should regift. But let's go ahead and let's pray. Dear Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for each and every person that is watching right now, Lord. Lord, as we dive into your word, Lord, I pray that you speak to each and every person, Lord. I pray that they find encouragement, that they find hope, Lord, that they see that these gifts that we're about to talk about are for themselves also and for other people, Lord. I pray that you you be in this message, Lord, and that you just help people to listen and receive. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to dive right in here. So I have three gifts that I want to talk about today. Three gifts that I'm, I'm encouraging you. These are okay to regift. They're more than okay to regift. You should regift them. So the first gift is the gift of hope. The gift of hope. Yeah, 2020, oh, it's been a year where most people are feeling hopeless. They feel like they have no hope. Everywhere you look, you know, people are upset. They're hurting, they're confused, they're angry, they're hopeless, they're hopeless. I'm sure there are those of you who are struggling right now with no hope. You know, this year, we've seen more and more people who are struggling with anxiety, depression, loneliness, anger. Maybe you fall into one of those categories. I got to tell you, you're not alone. Maybe you're feeling like you're alone, but you're not. You're not. 2020 has definitely brought out a lot of, a lot of hurt and emotion and, and feelings in people that they just can't understand. And then that just brings on a feeling of hopelessness. And I got to tell you though, that God, these gifts I'm about to tell you about, God has this amazing gift that he wants you to have. He has this, these gifts for, are for you and they're not just for the Christmas season. That's a great thing about it. I know I'm talking about Christmas here, but these gifts that God has for you, they're not just for the Christmas season. They're not. And this first gift is the gift of hope. He wants each and every one of you to have this gift of hope. The scripture I want to bring to you is Isaiah 40, 31. And it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. 
If you listen to that, you know, we all need more strength. I'm not just talking about physical strength. We all need more emotional and spiritual strength. But that comes from putting our hope in God. That comes from from taking that gift of hope. You know, has this year caused you to grow weary? Has it caused you to be so tired? I am so tired of all that is going on this year. Do you feel that? Do you feel that I'm I'm so tired? You know, I, I can't go out. I can't be around my family and friends. I'm I'm just so tired of, of, of living in fear of what's next. Does that sound like something that you're feeling? That you're feeling that that tiredness, that weariness? Maybe it doesn't even have to do with 2020. Maybe you're just feeling so tired of of dealing with, you know, finances, dealing with um family issues, dealing with health issues. Maybe you're just so tired. You're weary. You're tired. But you can take this gift. You can go ahead. He's handing it to you. You can just grab this gift. You grab this gift, the gift of hope. It'll give you strength to be able to make it through all that you're going through. And the great things about these gifts is they're free. I mean, I love free. I love free stuff. They're free and they're for each and every one of you. The great thing about God's gifts also is that they're more than enough. They're more than enough. God wants you to take this gift of hope and he wants you to keep it but he also wants you to gift it. Now, I'm not telling you to give your hope away. I'm not saying take take your hope and give it all away. That's the thing is God's gift is more than enough. He gives you enough hope and he wants you to pass it on. He wants you to regift that hope. I'm sure you can think of others in your life right now who are feeling hopeless. I'm sure that a name, maybe many names pops into your head right now of loved ones or friends who are just without hope, that they're tired. They're tired and they're weary of everything that's going on, all the struggles in their life. Guys, we can pass this gift of hope onto them. We need to. We need to let them know that they can have hope. Remember the scripture I first opened with in James 17, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. Guys, his gifts are not a one-time deal. He doesn't just hand you the gift of hope and just say, okay, that's it. It's going to last a lifetime. That's all you get. No, guys, he is constantly handing you the gift. You need some more hope? Here you go. Do you need some more hope? Here you go. Do you need some fresh hope? Here you go. We just need to take these gifts. He's handing them. We just need to take them. You know, I know that there's times where we're scared. He's got, we got hope. Just take the gift of hope. You know, there's times where we're just feeling overwhelmed. We can have the gift of hope. I'm telling you, he's reaching out. He's handing you the gift. You just need to take it. I have another scripture here. It's Job eleven eighteen, And it says, you will be secure because there is hope. You will look around you and take your rest and safety. Now, some of you might hear that scripture and go, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't look around me right now and feel very safe. I, 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 I don't feel like I can rest. And that's because everywhere we look, it's negative. Everywhere we look around, it's hard to feel safe. The topics that are on the news, you know, things we're feeling with, dealing with in our families, relational, you know, financial sickness. We look around and we're like, I don't feel safe at all. You know, I, I can't rest. I can't rest. But you can take the gift of hope and be able to, to rest no matter what's going on around you. No matter what is going on you'll be able to rest knowing that God's got you because you've got that gift of hope. You've got that gift of hope. You can take it, receive it, and re-gift it. You can re-gift that hope. 
The second gift I want to talk about is the gift of peace. The gift of peace. Now, many of you are like, uh, peace? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I, I can't even, I can't even get my brain to shut down sometimes. What do, what do you mean, peace? I'm so overwhelmed by everything, every thought, everything that's going on. I don't even know what peace is anymore. Well, I want to look at John 16, 33, and it says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you'll have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, for those of you who might not know what tribulation means, one of the definitions of tribulation is a trying experience. Yeah, a trying experience. A lot of you are like, yep, you just described 2020. Or you just described my life currently. You know, this year has definitely been a trying experience for many people, not being able to, to go to school, not being able to go to work, you know, losing your job, you know, being being worried about are you going to get sick? You know, it's definitely been a trying, a trying year. And then even in your own experiences, you know, in your own situations that you're dealing with, I'm sure you all have been going through some trying experiences. You know, God did say, that we would have tribulation. But if that's all you took out of the scripture, look at it again, because he also said that he has come to overcome the world. It means we can have that gift of peace. We can have peace knowing that, yes, we're going to have trying experiences. We're going to have tribulation, but we can have peace because God has already overcome the world. He is handing you the gift of peace. He is handing it to you. We just need to take these gifts. They are available. They are available for us. We just need to take them. You know, we're looking at this year. We're looking at, uh, you know, 2020. Well, just think 2020, 2021, 2030, you know, all these years, none of them come as a surprise to God. None of them. This didn't surprise him. He already knows the future. He already knows. And that's why with this scripture, where it shows that he has overcome the world. He has overcome it. We can have peace in the midst of whatever we're going through because we know that God has already overcome it. Now, you might say, well, what exactly does that mean? You keep saying that over and over again, that he has overcome the world. Well, what, is, what does that mean? It means, yeah, we're going to have bad times, but God, God will be with you each step of the way. He's going to be with you each step of the way. You see, he sent his son Jesus, he sent his son to die for you and me. You know, we had communion today and we spoke about, you know, what, what Jesus did for us, that sacrifice that he made for you and me on the cross. And because of that, because of that, we can have victory. He paid that huge price for you and me, but through his death on the cross, we have victory in him. We have that victory. See, he overcame the world and he died for you and me, but we have, we can get that gift of peace that gift of peace. He's handing it. I'm telling you, he's handing it to you right now. And I know there's so many of you who want peace. You just, you need that peace. He's handing it to you. Now I use that mom phrase a lot and I call it a mom phrase. because I hear a lot of moms say it, but maybe you use it or other people use it. But that phrase of, I just want peace and quiet. I just want peace and quiet. Now, how many of you have heard somebody say, I just want peace and quiet, or maybe you've said it yourself. I got to tell you, there's times where 
I say it quite a bit. I, I just want, you know, the noise to kind of calm down, uh, the, fi- the, the fighting, the bickering. Yeah. My kids will, will b- bicker a little bit too. You know, um, I just want it to calm down so I can process things. You know, I just, <laughs> I just want peace and quiet. You know, I, like I said, I've got six kids. Why do you guys think I have a prayer, qu- prayer closet? You know, I need a place to, to go hide and, and pray and spend some time with God, but to also find a little bit of peace and quiet there. You know, in the scripture, John 14, 27, it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Guys, I got to tell you this verse, this verse is a powerful verse. This verse has helped me through so many panic attacks, you know, so many times of doubt, you know, so many attacks of the enemy nights in the ER with my kids, times where I was just so overwhelmed. This, this scripture verse has, has brought me so much peace. It reminded me of the peace. Peace, he says, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I remember this one time that my daughter, you know, Elizabeth, you guys, you guys know her. I'm sure she's there in, in the chat, Eliza Higgs. She um, was younger. She was around 11 or 12 and she had mono and she wanted me to let you guys know that she did not kiss anybody because yes, mono is known as the kissing sickness. She did not. She was a little girl, <laughs> but she got, she got sick and she got a fever one night of 107. Now, not a hundred point seven. Um, yeah, not a hundred point seven, 107. Now, most of you moms or anybody out there is going, oh, that's really high. That That's not safe. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And I remember that night just panicking and freaking out. I was yelling at my husband. It was, it was a stressful situation. I remember my mind was just going everywhere. I was just freaking out. My daughter, she was sitting there. She wasn't, wasn't making sense. She was speaking, but her words were not making sense. So my mind, my mind was going like to worst case scenario. My mind was, oh my goodness, something is really, really wrong here. I, uh, you know, I was even thinking horrible things like my little girl's having, you know, a stroke or a heart attack. I'm, my mind was, was a mess. I had no peace, no peace in that moment at all. I remember just, just freaking out and yelling at my husband as if it was his fault, just looking, you know, for it to stop. But I also remember praying and I just, it was a prayer of God. I just can't do this. I can't do this. I am so overwhelmed. Give me peace. Tell me what to do. And my daughter's fever may not have instantly dropped. It didn't drop right away, but I was able to calm down enough to be able to handle the situation, to be able to stop yelling at my husband, to be able to get our daughter's temperature down to a, a somewhat, you know, safer level and be able to, to get things calm again. Guys, I, I can't explain it to you. I can't explain it to you. It was just in that moment, God gave me peace. God gave me peace. And that's, that's how his peace is. His peace is unexplainable. It says in Philippians 4, 7, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, that means we can't explain it. We can't understand it. God gives you this peace that just, it just comes on you and it, you can just feel it. It's, 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 you feel it. It's an amazing feeling. It's peace. It is peace. And he's giving this peace to you. Remember in John, you know, 14, 27, like I just read, it says he doesn't give as the world gives. He doesn't. He's he doesn't give as the world gives. He gives good gifts. He does. And his gifts are unlike anything the world can give you. We just need to trust him to reach out and take those gifts. Do you need peace today? 
Do you, in the midst of all your situation, do you need peace? Just take, take it. Reach out, guys. Reach out and take these gifts. They are free. They're available to you. I'm sure all of you need some peace, peace in your, in your current situations. But don't forget, the big thing with these is don't forget to re-gift them. Take them, but also re-gift them. There are people in your life who I'm sure need peace, who need some peace, who need that, that peace of God in their current situation. So take the gift, but make sure you re-gift it. Re-gift it. Give it to people who need the peace of God. Now, the third gift I want to talk about, the third gift is the gift of joy. The gift of joy. And this year, so much joy has been sucked out of our lives. So much joy. Are you having trouble finding joy? Are you having trouble laughing or, or finding joy in any situation? So many people are struggling with finding joy. You know, I've heard from people, I lost my job. How am I supposed to be joyful? You know, it's, it's Christmas time and I don't even know how I'm going to afford for my kids. How can I find joy in this situation? You know, hey, I'm dealing with being sick. How am I supposed to find joy in this situation? I'm sure that maybe this sounds familiar to you or maybe you're just like, yeah, I definitely, I feel like I have no joy. I feel like my joy is just gone. You know, I'm going to tell you that the gift of joy, God wants to give it to you too. See, the thing about the gift of joy is it's not the same gift. It's not the same gift that the, the world gives you. See, the world tells us that we can be happy. There's a difference. There's a difference between happiness and joy. There is. See, joy, joy isn't circumstantial. It's not. Happiness, yeah, happiness is an emotion, but joy, joy is a state of being. Joy is basically in the midst of a horrible situation, amidst of things going wrong, you can find joy knowing that you have your salvation, knowing that you have a relationship with God. Yeah, Christmas this year, it might be a bit thinner, you know, but you can still rejoice knowing, hey, I, I am saved, I am set free, and I am forgiving. There is joy. There is joy in that. Hey, I might struggle for a little while on this earth. I might go through things, but one day I am guaranteed the promise of, of heaven with, with, with my God. There is joy. There is joy in that. See, the world tells you that to have joy, you have to have, you know, the, the coolest things. And, you know, that may bring you joy or happiness. It may bring you happiness for a few minutes. It may, you know, we think if we have the best clothes, we have the best looking house, the coolest car, the newest console, you know, the best upgrades. We think it's going to make us happy. And like I said, it may make us happy for a little while. But what happens when the, the newest line of clothes comes out or the next upgrade or the next PS6 would be next, right? What happens when, when that stuff comes out is we're no longer happy with what we have. See, that's happiness. But God, God wants to give you the gift of joy. He wants you to have pure joy and he's handing it to you. Guys, he is handing these gifts to you. Pure joy only comes from God. It only comes from God. And it's, like I said, in the midst of a hard situation, it's finding reasons to rejoice, reasons to rejoice in him. You know, pure joy, it's, it's that feeling of no matter what you're going through, you can still rejoice. And it's true. It's, you know, like I said, I know 2020 has been a really hard year. It's been really, really hard for some people. I have a, a lady in my experience group. You guys might know her. She's part of the community. Um, her name is Moba Mommy. 
She is such a sweet, sweet lady. She is. But this year also threw a curveball at her. This year has just been more than than just COVID and, you know, staying home and quarantining and, you know, missing out on, on parties and families. This year she found out that she has cancer. She has been battling cancer. And I got to tell you guys that even in the midst of her struggle with cancer, she still has joy. She still has joy. She has come into uh, our ladies group. But for a while there, we hadn't seen her because she's currently doing chemo. And that just basically wipes out your immune system, your energy, everything. And so we haven't seen her for a while. Well, she popped in the other day and she came in and she just had this smile on her face, this huge smile. And she was just talking and, you know, you could just see the gift of joy in her life, even though, yeah, she's battling cancer. And you could tell, you could tell, you know, her hair was no longer there. And she was, you know, she was talking about it. But even though she was struggling, she still had joy because she knows that even though she's going through cancer and she's a mom of two young kids and, you know, she's going through cancer, but she still knows that she can rejoice because you know, she is saved, that she has, she has a, a son, not son, she has Jesus who died on the cross for her, who loves her so much. And because of that, you know, she has the gift of joy. You know, see, God reached out and God handed her the gift of joy and she reached out and she took it. She took the gift in the midst of her situation. She took the gift of joy and she is able to find joy in the midst of her situation. See the, see joy Joy is the reason we celebrate Christmas. It is. Joy is when God sent his son as a baby to go through life with the purpose of dying for you and me. That that is what joy is. Jesus came as a baby. He went through life like me and you did. He went through growing up. He went through temptation. He went through all that stuff. But he, he died of a death that he was not deserving. He did not deserve to die for you and me, but he did it. He did it willingly because he wanted us to be able to have these gifts. He loves us so much that he wanted us to have the gift of joy. He wanted us to have that joy as a baby who was born one day and to die so that we could have the promise of heaven one day. And that's how we can find joy. That's why we can rejoice in the midst of our struggles. That's why we can find joy no matter what is going on. Because we know that one day we are guaranteed heaven. We know that Jesus came as a baby with a purpose to die for us because of how much he loves us. That is the gift of joy. When we struggle, we can have pure joy. Do you want joy? Do you need joy today? Maybe you're listening, you're like, I, I need that. I want that. I want that joy. You know, you just need to reach out and take it. God wants to give you that gift of joy. And remember, I keep saying this, these gifts, we need to re-gift these gifts. You need, there are people I'm sure in your life who need the gift of joy. We need to re-gift them. Others need to know. This time of year, we sing joy to the world. I'm not going to sing because I can't sing, but we sing joy to the world. The Lord has come. The world needs joy. It needs joy. And we have the gift. We have the gift of joy. We just need to re-gift it. We need to pass it on. First Peter 1.8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. We may not see God, 
We may not see him, but we know he's there. We know he's there and we know he's handing us these gifts. He wants us to have these gifts, the gift of joy, hope, and peace. He wants you guys to have these gifts. He's, he's handing them to you. You just need to take them, receive them, and re-gift them. Take them, receive them, and re-gift them. I, I want to conclude with this, uh, this scripture here, Romans 15, 30, 13, and it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, these gifts, they're available to all of you. All of you. They are free. They're never ending. They never expire. They don't go out of season. They don't need an upgrade. They're perfect gifts. We just need to reach out and we need to take them. Do you need hope? Do you feel like you are stuck in a hopeless situation and you want that hope that I was talking about today? You want to be able to find hope and get that strength in whatever you're going through. You just need, you just need to reach out and take the hope. Do you need peace? Do you need peace today? Do you feel like I just need my mind to just slow down? I want that, that peace that you, you were talking about, that peace that we can't explain, that it just flows over us. I, I like to kind of describe it as like a wave. It's like a wave of peace that just flows over you. Do you need that? Do you want that today? God is reaching out and he's, he's handing you. He's handing you the gift. We just need to take them. We just need to take these gifts. And lastly, do you need joy? Do you need joy that even in the midst of your situation, no matter what you're going through, you know, it could be you're feeling like your marriage is, is on, on the rocks there. You feel like you're, you're drowning financially. You just feel like you're overwhelmed with anxiety and, and worry and, and, and depression. God wants you to have the gift of joy. Even in the midst of your struggles, we can find reasons to rejoice. And God wants to give you that gift. He wants to give it to you all these gifts. We just need to reach out and we just need to take them. We need to reach out and take them. But don't forget, don't forget, we need to re-gift these gifts. We need to re-gift. Don't let others miss out on what God has given you. Don't let others miss out. You know, I know sometimes we're afraid to, to reach out. We're afraid to give these gifts away because we're afraid that they're not going to be received well. We're afraid that people are going to reject the gifts. But guys, remember, God's gifts are perfect. They are amazing. The world needs these gifts. And so we just not need to not be afraid to re-gift them. We need to re-gift them. You know how after Christmas time, people kind of show off their new gifts, like they'll have their new clothes on or, you know, their, their newest, their newest tech that they got. They, they're excited to show off that they're gifts. And you ever had people come up to you and go, oh, wow, where'd you get that? Oh man, that, that is so cool. I want that. Show off your new gifts. People will come up to you and they'll say, hey, that joy, wow, that joy looks so good on you. I want some joy. Where can I get that? Oh man, that peace. Wow, that peace looks really good. I want some of that peace. I need some of that peace. Where did you get that peace? Oh, hope. Man, that hope looks amazing on you. I, I need some of that hope. Where, where did you get that hope? Guys, we need to re-gift these gifts. The world needs these gifts. As much as we need them, the world needs them. So we need to take them, but we need to make sure that we re-gift them. So remember, these gifts are because of God's son, Jesus, and what he did for you. I know we're entering the Christmas season, but we have to remember what this baby boy 
would grow up to do for you and me. We have to remember that. You know, my favorite Christmas song is Mary Did You Know. I, I love that Christmas song. It's, it's my favorite one. And the first verse goes, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? That's us. Mary, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered would soon deliver you. I love that. This child Jesus, that we celebrate this Christmas season, came as a child to one day save the world, to save you and to save me. He came to make us new. You know, he has, he's come. He's come to deliver us from the world. That, that's what he has done. He's come because he, he loves us. You know, when we accept Jesus into our life, we're new. We are new. You know, we have, we can have these amazing gifts, you know, that I spoke about today because of him. You know, he came as a baby. He died on the cross for you and me so we could have life with him, so we could have this hope, so we could have this joy, and we could have this peace. You know, 2020, 2020 has nothing on Jesus. 2020 has nothing on him. You know, he's already giving you the greatest gift of all. He's giving you the gift of life, the gift of a relationship with him. He's giving you the gift of relationship with him. You know, all you got to do is take it. You just got to take it. These other gifts I spoke about, hope, peace, and joy, they are just some of many, many gifts that God wants to give you, his children. We are his children, and he wants to give us many, many gifts. God is the greatest gift giver of all, and his gifts are, are available to us, his children. They are. We just need to put our hands out and receive them. Do you need, do you want these gifts today? You know, just remember, God, God has given them to you. You just need to reach out and take them. Let's go ahead and let's pray, okay? Dear Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for everything that you have done for us. We thank you, Jesus, that you came to this world as a baby with the purpose of dying for us, Lord, so that we could, so we could have a relationship with you, so we could have access to these gifts, so that we could have the gift of hope and peace and joy. Even in our struggles, when it feels like we can't have hope, peace and joy, you have given us those gifts, Lord. You have given us the strength and the joy. And we just thank you so much for that today. Lord, I pray for those who are watching, Lord, if they need these gifts, if they need hope and they need peace and joy, if they need a relationship with you, Lord Jesus, I pray they reach out and they take it, Lord, that they take these gifts, Lord. And I pray they also re-gift them, that they give these gifts to people in their lives who they know need them. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for these gifts. And we just love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.